You're listening to Everyday Humanity. Hey guys, I'm Dennis. Welcome back to our Everyday Humanity podcast. We are so excited um, to bring this podcast to you every week and to help uh, really learn from each other and grow and just really focus on the common humanity, the image of God that we all bear. Uh, I'm joined by our my two co-hosts that are far better than me, Miss Regina <laughs> and Beth. Um, I'm here for color commentary, but these guys really carry the show. So welcome, guys. Hi. Hey hello. guys. Hey guys. Yep, Dennis. You got that right. Yes. <laughs> I just want to know why you got a miss and I just got a Beth. Miss Regina and also P.S. Beth. That's the subject of another podcast in the future. Okay, um, listen, you guys, we have to be on our best behavior because our uh, our guest today is Tanya Moyer. And Tanya is a friend. Tanya is um, an amazing human being. But why we have to be on our best behavior is because Tanya has been on the board at Mel Trotter for 12 years and she's now the vice chair. So she will be coming, be becoming the chair of the board soon, which places her directly as my boss. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm asking you guys to help me look good in this. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, seriously though, Tanya, welcome. I'm so you. excited for our Hello. audience to hear your story and get to know you a little bit. And um, yeah, I think starting off, just share with us about your family, which you do in this world besides being an amazing board member? Uh, Well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, So my name is Tanya Moyer. I am born and raised here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I've been married for 20 20 years. We have three Mm -hmm. kids. Uh, one of them's outside right now. I was on pickup duty today, Uh-oh. so <laughs> I have three children. I have two teenagers, a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and an 8-year-old who keeps us very, very busy. Mm-hmm. So I am the director of continuous improvement at University of Michigan Health West. And uh, I'm also a published author of a children's book. It's called nice. Jesus Power. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. Great Love book. It. Yeah. Um, I, I also, we raise chickens and bees. So I'm currently a part of, yeah, a little bit of everything. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm currently a part of Spring GR right now with my uh, honey business. So yes. I'm really excited about uh New endeavors, yeah. and also working on my second children's book too. So, what's the title of this one? It's called Benny Makes Good Choices. Nice. Copyright. Can I do all that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we maybe ask you to do a version of that? That is Beth makes good choices. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I could have read that a lot of years ago, my friend. Like thirty years ago, would have been nice to have in hand. It's so funny though. I love that title because I have a daughter who's twenty-four, and when she was about the age of your teenagers. Mm-hmm. Every time she leave the house, they'd be like, honey, make good choices. She's yes. like, mom, stop yeah. saying it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Stop saying it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to stop saying it because I'm telling you, I didn't do it. So they need make to be, good choices. They need to be reminded. That's right. Yes. Every make single good time. We did the same thing with our kids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool. So, um, okay. So mom, author, mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. business owner. Beekeeper. Um, beekeeper yes. um, working for that hospital owned by that community college in Ann Arbor um, <laughs> all, of these, uh, all of these go green uh, all oh, these really oh, cool oh, things nice. yeah sorry about that um, like share with us a little bit about just um, 
because I've known you now for for almost ten years, mm. and um, wow. what what shines through to me about you is just your deep faith in God. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more than faith. It's a living out of that faith. Mm-hmm. And the living out of it, frankly, is the way you care for and about people. Mm-hmm. And I just love for you to just to share a little bit of your heart uh, around God and around people and mm-hmm. around life. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you very much. That was very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say that uh, I grew up in the church. So I grew, grew up AME. Uh, I currently attend Stone's Church, where uh, my husband and I are also over the children's ministry for the Grand Rapids campus. So, and we've been doing that for, I feel like ever. Wow. <laughs> we've been doing children's ministry for a very long time, at least since we've had children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it became a necessity. You go to church and uh, and you want to hear, <laughs> you want to listen. And we go, okay, we need a children's ministry here. Um, so that's part of the reason how we started children's ministry in, in one uh, one of the churches that we attended. Um, but I can tell you that I've, I've always gone to church, but I didn't always have a relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say I was about 29. I was actually pregnant when I was fully submerged baptized. I want to get yeah. baptized again. So I grew up yeah. AME, um, and that's where you get the sprinkle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get the sprinkle. <laughs> uh, but I made that choice. Um, I, I made the choice to be saved earlier on, maybe about 16, but I didn't really understand that relationship yeah. mm-hmm. and what it means to be used by God and to um, hear, you know, just to hear His voice, mm-hmm. to be used by the Holy Spirit. And when you get that, it's just, it's so powerful. It, you know, it's so, um, it's rejuvenating. And you're in shock, but you're in awe and and you feel blessed and you're, you know, on cloud nine, 10. Um, I think that's always something that I'm always trying to seek his face. And that's something that I always want my children to have, you know, you want to get here. You want to have that relationship. And that's kind of something that we're always trying to teach our kids. Right now, I don't know if they truly understand it. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what's behind the book, Jesus Power, trying to get people to, you know, little kids just to understand a little bit about um, uh, if someone is injured, you know, you can pray for them. You know, you can, you have power in your words. Um, you have the ability to heal and um, and to have joy and to stand up for yourself. Those are all things that we're looking just to teach the kids. And I, I would say that my children really inspire me. Um, just in even all of the endeavors that I'm doing right now, it's more of I want to demonstrate. Uh, I want them to see this is how you do. This is how you should live your life. So. That's really good. And I resonate so much with what you said. Um, I grew up Catholic, so I also had the sprinkling. <laughs> and um, when I was around 30, I also made the choice to be fully submerged, right? And just it was this feeling of um, unexpected joy mm-hmm. coming up out of the water. And it was the fact that I had a choice, you know? I mean, it's not to say anything that, you know, when my parents and many, many generations of Italian and Irish Catholics, you know, um, decided, hey, this is the next one in line. Let's bring her to the baptismal and this is what's going to happen. Um, it was just a very different feeling when I could choose, Mm -hmm. when I could say, Jesus, I want to like hang out with you the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I want to be in friendship and relationship with you. I want to preach your word. I want to encourage others. I want to say to them, you matter too. He loves you too. You may not know him yet. You will like, this is what's happening. So I just, I really thank you for sharing that part of it. And I, um, 
again, go back to the Choices book, but also the initial book I could have used when I was young. Because all I heard was a story of an angry guy. I'm like, mm. you know, what do I have to say? 11 Hail Marys to get out of this thing? <laughs> um, but um, at any rate, it all worked out because thank God for God, he is not on time schedule, right? Like, I, I'm like, oh, the thief on the cross? This is like the 11th hour? I'm still good. I'm ahead of the curve. This is all, all well and good. I could go on about this. I really, I love to learn about scripture. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be quiet now, but thank you for sharing. I was listening very intently. Yes. I, I really have no idea how to follow that. So, I was going to throw it to you. Yeah, like, um, wow. This yeah. is like, I don't even know what episode this is, and we're finally there. We're finally there. Um, <laughs> I have a serious follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Can you share with us what brought you to Mel Trotter, like on the board and just, um, you know, your experience a little bit to date with it and, mm-hmm. you know, what draws you to help us serve the guests that we do mm-hmm. in your capacity and your role as a board member? Yeah. Well, I will say being from Grand Rapids, I had always heard of Mel Trotter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even had my godfather used to come down and help serve. Um, so meals. Yeah. So that was something that I remember just as, at a young age. Um, and so I always knew that it was important to give back or to serve. So that was just one thing, not even it being Mel Trotter at the time. Um, fast forward to me working in healthcare. I had a former uh, board member came up to me and um, she was in the process of moving. And so really wanted somebody to take her place. I know she was looking, probably looking for a, a woman. <laughs> we like her. Yes, we Increase like her. the amount of females on the board. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, she asked me if it was something that I would be interested in. And I, this was actually my first board. I've served on a, quite a few boards since then in the wow. last 12, 13 years. But this was my very first board. And I will tell you, I remember my interview or my introduction interview and i remember still to this day the people who were in my interview and how uh, I, I think i arrived there early but i remember how they greeted one another how they embraced one another and that i went this is the place that i want to be wow. because i want that like i saw that with the with the board members there and then to learn about what Mel Trotter does for the for the community. And, you know, at a, at a young age, you go, okay, they're feeding or they're housing. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more with the programs. And uh, I think the every time I go in for a tour, <laughs> when we were able to do the tours, uh, you know, in-person tour, I learned something new. And it just re-energized me about, even more about sitting on the board. You know, I, I bump into people, you know, sometimes I go, did you know Mel Trotter does this? <laughs> did you know that we do this too? <laughs> I didn't even know we did that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And I also know, I think I heard earlier too, that you um, are going to be, I might have this close, our first Female chair, is that right? Second female okay. chair Second and female first chair. chair person of color. Yes. And like share a bit about that because if I, if I piggyback on your question, Beth, mm-hmm. um, you were certainly in the, the first 10, maybe even the first five females to mm-hmm. join our board mm-hmm. um, and wow. one of the first people yeah. of color. And now you're going to be the second, um, a little embarrassed to say this, but you're going to be the second female mm-hmm. board chair coming up. Um, and the first board chair that we've had as a person of color. So to the extent that you're comfortable, can you share a little bit what your journey has been like through that? Yes. And, and what oh, you're, sure. yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm asking, but I'm yeah, sure you I, do. I understand. So, so let me say that, so my background is in engineering and 
I'm used to being the only, sometimes mm. only the only woman or the only black person in the room. That's something that I'm used to. Not saying that's something that, that right. it should be that way or that I'm comfortable, but I'm used to always being that person. And But I also understand the importance of uh, breaking that ceiling so that other people can come through. Yeah. That's something that's important. Um, it is a challenge, I will say, you know, being in a new environment in a new space where there's all men or there's all all white older men, you you learn <laughs> to make a space. It takes time. It, it, it did take time for me to ju- to adjust and to start to speak up. But definitely I'm I'm definitely interested in bringing on more women, more people of color, diversifying our board and just saying, here's to no more firsts. Yes. Right? Amen. Snapping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's something we talk about too, right? Is that um, the population that we serve, we need to represent that well. We need need to say, we may not have been homelessness, but we understand um, a part of your journey. Mm -hmm. We understand your experience. We understand the lens from which you have arrived here at an organization. And so thank you for sharing that because it is, um, it's 2021. You know, we are approaching 2022, and um, I, I think everybody um, on my team at, at, at Mel Trotter will attest to this. In fact, it was Embossed Day recently, so I have this thing on my desk that says, "You can." I refuse to believe that you cannot be both compassionate and strong. And that was given to me by um, one of our younger females on the team. And I, of course, cried, you know, because I'm, I'm like, shoot, ruined my street cred over here. I'm not supposed to like, be all teary-eyed. Um, but she knows me very well because being in a relationship is what leadership is about. It's about what friendship is about. It's about what the gospel is about. It's all of this is being in relationship. And that is how we come alongside our guests and serve them well, too, in relationship to say, tell me your story. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we always speak about is gender equity. And and again, you re- I resonated with what you said because uh, for many years before I joined, nonprofit in this space, I was in um, a male dominated industry, you know, and I had to, like you said, make a way, find some space to say, I have some ideas too. They may not be like yours. And that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. So that's how you progress. You know, one of of the things that I've been in nonprofit ministry work for, um, I'm ashamed to say, because, you know, I'm sure all the audience thinks I'm 25. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but really for for like 30 years, right, I've been in ministry and nonprofit leadership. And, and one of the things that, that God laid on my heart is when we have an opportunity as a ministry or an organization, part of what we're supposed to do is reflect the way the world, reflect the world the way God intended it to be, mm-hmm. not the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And so I can remember in camping ministry, right, like um, you have these kids coming from all over for a summer camp experience. And some of them are coming from really beautiful homes that I'll never be able to even walk into. And some are coming from some really terrible situation and they're bringing their stuff in with a garbage bag, right? That's their suitcase. And then you see this week of camp and and all these people are living together as equals and they're interacting and you're like, oh my word, this is the kingdom of heaven coming to Mm -hmm. earth, right? And and one of the things I've been very proud of uh, in terms of the board at Mel Trotter is I think almost every single time we get it right, right? You, you talked about um, in your interview, seeing board members and how they greeted each other. Mm-hmm. I would describe our board as a, as a board that 
um, is number one, united around Jesus Mm -hmm. and around that power. And because of that uniting, it doesn't matter if our board members are black, white, male, female, everyone is equal. Like you, you have a ton of respect by the other, um, from the other board members, right? Well, that's the kingdom of God coming to earth, right? That's the world that God intended. God didn't intend this world to say, I'm going to look down on you because of your gender or your color. God created a world where we are all made in his image, and that's how we treat each other. And um, so I, I just think it's such a huge blessing to be a part of an organization. We have a long way to go, but to be a part of an organization that at least recognizes that and wants to be a part of it. And and Gene, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it over to you, not only for a question for Tanya, but um, you are an emerging leader in this organization, and um, you bring so much as an African American woman. Um, and I learned from you almost on an everyday basis. I can remember uh, Regina and I and some other staff members went to a conference in Texas and we were out uh, for dinner. And I said, all right, Regina, you know, I'm the CEO. What do you want to know? Anything you've got me here for dinner. What do you want to know? And she asked me some of the toughest leadership questions I've ever had in my life. And then she started preaching to me without (laughs) knowing it about leadership. And I walked away going, I need to learn more from her. Mm. Right. Um, So thank you for that. But I'd love to just, you know, get your thoughts on this. Yeah. I think that this is awesome, you know, and um, I always talk about like um, influence, like how, how, um, how much influence we have from our little corners and spaces of the world. And I love how you described um, your colleague and how she intentionally sought you out to replace her 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 spot on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, that's creating pipelines. Um, and even how you are talking about creating more pipelines for representation to even mirror maybe um, um, to mirror the the, um, the guests that we serve, because mm-hmm. um, that that that's that's really important. I think you're speaking to a lot of that, and um, you know, I even think um, even just here at uh, Mount Trotter, we have a phenomenal diversity, equity, and inclusion team um, that is doing great work um, in, in, in at our organization, but even in the community. And um, I just. Um, would love to know you just kind of you you talked about a lot of different places and spaces that mm-hmm. you um are are at and how there's a difference you you know um feeling like you've been an, on an island mm-hmm. as a one and only and how lonely that can be um what is some of the importance around that around mm-hmm. diversity mm-hmm. equity and inclusion um to to just be represented like um in all of those avenues mm-hmm. and spaces for you. Yeah, I I would definitely say just to, I think you mentioned representation matters yeah. and it does matter when it comes to decisions being made. I mean, you can, it, even outside of the DEI work, if you have certain people making decisions, if they aren't at the front line, um, I work in continuous improvement and I, I've, it's a rule that we teach people when you, um, when you're making decisions, you want the people who, are touching the process mm-hmm. people yes. who are feeling it every single day yeah, yeah. they need to be in the room yeah. um, it, your leadership a lot of times their senior leadership or c-suite they're so far removed that they don't really truly understand what's happening mm-hmm. and so what happens is we have all these rich people in the room and uh, we have underprivileged people who they're trying to figure out what to do for mm-hmm. and so it helps when you have 
uh, representation from the individuals that you're serving in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, you miss out on things when they aren't present, when their voices aren't heard, when they don't get a, a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And so that type of um, DEI yeah. work is, is important. And even we have members on our board who are former um, uh, clients of, of yes. Mel Trotter. Mm-hmm. That makes a difference when you get to hear uh, people who have been in that space, people who have experienced the programs, people who have experienced the struggles. And to one, it helps because other people are able to see this is where I can be, yeah. right? And these are the things that I can do. This is how I, I put my hand back and help others because yeah. I understand being in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it um, we get to hear their voices at the table in that space. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm but what better way to lead than to have been in that space, right. right? Yes. Yeah. I had the privilege of um, sitting in on a board meeting a couple of years ago. Even from my position, um, I I don't always have the ability to see um, and have access to um, that level mm-hmm. of um, of uh, vision. Mm-hmm. And so that for me was really helpful. It was an aha moment, and it tied everything back to our why and, yeah. and my purpose even mm-hmm. and how where I fit in it all. Um, so I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think we're definitely getting, we're getting there. We're, yeah. we're learning what that sweet spot is. Yeah. And um, we have board members or committees that are being strategic about identifying the gaps. Yeah, I don't know that we would have been able to do what we're doing now had we not have had representation from go. a different yeah. variety yeah. of backgrounds right. at the at the board right now. Yeah. That's right. So because we have that, now we're going, ah, we need people who know how to do this or this mm-hmm. or this or that's people right. who have these, you know. And so now I think that's how we're able to really grow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're able to grow in, in, a, in our compassion and our learning and our teaching. And so I, I think as, as Mel Trotter continues to grow, we get to see that growth as well with our, with, within our board. And you said that Mel Trotter was the very first board that mm-hmm. you joined. Mm-hmm. And that since then you've been on other boards, mm-hmm. I don't whether you've stayed with them or they <laughs> fell off. What is it that's kept you for 12 years? That's a great question. That is a great question. question. I would say um, the mission, Mm -hmm. demonstrating the compassion that Jesus Christ showed. I mean, that right there, that that was, that's the seller for me every single time. (laughs) You know, it's kind of Jesus is woven into this. So that's the part that really keeps me here. Mm -hmm. And there was a point where I removed myself from all of my boards, Mm -hmm. um, except for this one. Wow. And I, I don't know that you can get rid of Jesus. So, I mean, right, right, right. <laughs> you got to kind of, I don't know if you can get rid of that one. book is still around, right? <laughs> that doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm definitely glad that I, I stay just, you know, just reprioritizing the things that are important in my life and not overextending myself. Yeah. This is the one that I can, it, it speaks to my heart. Yes. So, the the mission of Mel Trotter is really what keeps me here. Yeah. And the mission that we serve, right, is people. And so mm-hmm. I love the part where you, you referenced Tony, who's mm-hmm. on our board, yes. who was, is a former guest of Mel Trotter Ministries and now runs the kitchen or kitchen at 40 Cherry. Mm-hmm. And where you said, you know, you put a hand back. He's putting a hand back. He's like, come on, I've been there, right? I've mm-hmm. been there before. And it reminds me of that hope because that's what we do. We come alongside our guests and we offer hope and encouragement and demonstrate the compassion of Jesus. But it's like in Hebrews, right? Chapter 11. It's like, you know, faith is being sure of what we hope for mm-hmm. and certain of what we do not see. And yet 
what we see mm-hmm. here today in 2021 at Mel Trotter is a very different place than what it was oh, years yeah. ago with the diversity, with people having representation, with people being at the table, with our guests saying, you know what, look, I've been there and now look what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. you can too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Mm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think the thread through all of that, I, I think the way, the way an organization and even an individual gets there is through a posture of humility. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that um, there are many organizations, even ministries, that uh, are led by people that uh, can become intoxicated with power mm-hmm. and position and title. Um, organizations uh, can be become intoxicated with those same things. And what happens then, whether you're a church or a ministry or whatever you are, um, it ends up being, I I love what you said about, you know, you can't take Jesus out of it, Mm -hmm. right? Um, What happens is you never verbalize that you take Jesus out of it, but Mm -hmm. your actions would indicate that that might be exactly what you're doing, that it's, it's lesser about Jesus and lesser about those that he's called you to serve and more about your own power Mm -hmm. or longevity or, or fame or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I think when I, when I reflect on, um, where Mel Trotter is as an organization right now, I would hope that people would see an organization that is humble, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't say we're the biggest, we're the best, we've got all the answers, um, give us all your money and, and we'll, you know, we'll take care of things. Um, I would hope that, that they are experiencing an, an organization that says, um, God's called us to play a part in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're in a capital campaign right now, and and the theme of the capital campaign is immeasurably more, which is from a, a verse in one of Paul's letters where it's a prayer. And, and Paul is saying, um, we're praying to a God who is willing and able to do immeasurably more than we can ask, think, or imagine, right? So first of all, let's stop there. God is willing to enable to do immeasurably more, mm-hmm. not us. But then he goes on and he sort of unpacks that a little bit. And he says, um, the way God does that is he uses his power, not ours, but it's his power at work in and through us and then for his glory and not ours. So I think um, our prayer, our, our goal every day at Mel Trotter is to be an organization that is allowing God's power to work in and through us for God's glory and not ours. And I think that is when you get the immeasurably more. Mm-hmm. You get the more than you can ask, think, or imagine, right? And and um, I would hope that that's where we would always be mm-hmm. as a ministry and an organization, right? Yeah. Um, and it's one of the reasons I'm really excited that that you're not o- not only on the board, but now in a leadership position of the board, right? Because I know that's your heart, mm-hmm. and I know that you're you're going to lead us from a board perspective, even into a deeper journey with mm-hmm. that, um, which is really exciting. Because when you let go of your own pride, power, and arrogance, and you create space for God actually to do what He Ooh, wants to do, watch right? out! Yeah, yes. I mean, man, we could actually make a difference in homelessness, <laughs> let alone the whole community, right? Right, right. Um, yeah. So, like, what are you? Um, you know, I, I probably coming close to running out of time. So, if you think about the future of Mel Trotter as you ponder it, what are you most excited about? I would definitely say impact. It's going to have to be the impact on the community. Um, I, just lifting people up. Yes. I, w- I would say that's the, that's what excites me. Yeah. Being able to save, you know, you think of, it's always one person at a time, right? Yep. 
I'm, I'm, I see more <laughs> Handf- handfuls at a time, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm just excited about the impact and the growing presence of, um, the initiatives, um, in the, the outreach of, of the ministry to the community, um, because there's a, a huge need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if we could just, you know, laser in on one space and help that space laser on the next one you know that's that's the part that excites me like how, the yeah. i don't want to say the numbers but it's really the numbers it's saving it's saving lives and, and really making an impact on people's on people's lives yeah. so I, that that's the part that excites me yeah. 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 The impact. Well, I, for one, cannot wait to see the impact you're going to make as uh, our board chair in 2023, yes. starting then. So, Tony, thank you very much for your thank time you. today yes. and for being here with us and sharing your heart and experience with our listeners. So we just we're grateful for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you so you much so for much. having so me. I appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Thank so you. We'll see you all next week.